When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Nobody Panic, the podcast where we figure out how to do things. This episode is about how to think on the spot, brought to me by my co-host, Tessa Coates. Hello, it's me. I've been very inspired recently to discuss <laughs> thinking on the spot. I'm Stevie Martin, by the way, I didn't say my own name. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Stevie Martin, Tessa Coates, here we are. We're so thrown. So thrown. We can't even think properly. I feel sick. <laughs> As do I. Um, I was very inspired by this recently. I'll hold my reveal of, of why. I'm really excited. Oh, bit of fun. And uh, I thought, I think that'd be a really interesting topic to discuss. Yes. I think it's uh, quite a tricky one. In fact, this week I was doing a job and I had to think on the spot. And I said very loudly, I don't want to be thinking on the spot again today, if that's okay. <laughs> so uh, genuinely used that exact phrase. So okay. how did people take it? Well, because the reason I was thinking on the spot was because somebody had messed something up and not done their job very well and they're not very good at their job. So, and I... So people were on your side. On my side. And also I was, I had to say something. But also like, it doesn't matter what the reason is. You know, Mm. I still had to do it. And I think it's very helpful to just sort of do it rather than just express how you don't want to be doing it. Because then you spend a lot of time thinking about why you're angry that you've got to do something. Rather than doing the actual thinking. Which we'll get into. Which we'll get into, of course. we'll get into it. I absolutely, I think it's... You did some thinking on the spot before we started this episode because uh, Tessa couldn't think of an adult thing of the week, which is what we do every week to make ourselves feel better about the week we've just had. And uh, you thought on the spot and she put her hands over her her eyes and went, oh, (laughs) (laughs) like a very sad dog. (laughs) I didn't even know I'd done that. I was so sad. I was sad that I hadn't prepared. I had that I wasn't ready. I'd said that I'd forgotten that we do the adult thing. Yeah, can't believe that. That's every episode every episode for seventeen years. <laughs> for seventeen years, um, and then I was forgot. I was cross, sort of that I didn't have that I hadn't done anything good. Mm. Um, but then Stevie has reminded me that this morning I've commuted from Colwyn Bay, and uh, I've navigated the the train strikes with only minimal tears. Great. And only one broken bag and only one man shouting, it's a fucking red light, as I went past him on my bicycle. 
Yes. So you navigated the train strike by, of course, cycling from Colwyn Bay. Cycling from Colwyn Bay. <laughs> and I've made it in fantastic time. Um, there was a train strike yesterday. W- w- was I stupid for not knowing that? Possibly. No, there's a train strike at every point, and then sometimes there isn't because the Queen's died. Like that yeah. is the, you just don't know when don't it's know. happening, and that's the point. So on Tuesday, like, Grandma was like, What train shall we get tomorrow? And I was like, Or oh, you, she wasn't coming with me. And I was like, grandma's here. Grandma's, sorry, grandma's <laughs> had to cycle as well. That man was furious, shouting at us both in tandem. Um, grandma said, what trains are you getting tomorrow? And I was like, I don't know. They go every half hour. Don't know. Whenever. And then I looked at it and she was like, no, look it up. And I looked it up. Lo and behold, nothing. Oh. Train strike. Then I was too late. I've missed it for going that day. Couldn't go last night. Had to wait the whole day. Came back, got up at five o'clock this morning. Oh, my God. Oh, God. But I did it. And you only cried once. Only had a small cry. That's great. Only one broken bag. <laughs> only one incident of the dungarees being on inside out. That's when she arrived. <laughs> That's when she arrived. Great. So it's been a real journey, but I'm here. That's good. Your adult thing is you're here. I'm here. Great. I'm dressed. I've turned my dungarees in, around again. Yes. I'm, I was late and I do apologise to you profusely. That's fine. I don't mind. Thank you. Great. Go on, What's mine? Thing. I did a very scary thing <gasps> where I was very frightened to the extent where I did consider not doing it and pretending oh. that something had gone wrong. I think I can say it by the time this... I don't think it matters. No one gives a shit. It's not that important. It's just, You're the prime for minister. me, I'm the prime minister. I'm the new health secretary. Wow. Um, Honestly, I back you. And I just did it. And then I've stopped doing it. Um, <laughs> okay, it's a one day thing. Um, no, I went, I, I did um, the, the TV show... Um, uh, eight out of ten cats does count. Oh my god, Stevie! And it's the Christmas special. Oh my god! So it was god. like so it wasn't just like a contestant or in the ago. corner. In the corner, which <gasps> sorry, I'll rephrase. Dictionary corner Dictionary with Susie Dent, not just stood alone in the corner. I was just in the corner. I was again. Like, I was in the audience. Yeah, and you keep telling everyone <laughs> yeah, you're in the Christmas in special because it's a shot of me. It's <laughs> yeah, why my not? My parents were in it as well, and in, in, in that case, they came to see because it films in Manchester. But the <sighs> um, I still don't understand whether it would be more frightening to be on the panel or on the Dictionary corner because Dictionary corner apparently when you um when you film it you have to sit there in silence for an hour over an hour while they do all the stuff because it's much longer and you just haven't said anything for ages and everyone's like got the room on side and having a good time and then like and now it's actually corny and you just have to like do a bit like and how was your bit I had a really nice time. Oh my god! I don't know if it will. What be kind of good. bits did you do? I did classic bits that if you see it, you'll go, "Oh yeah, they're Stevie's best bits." But like, what are the bits? Um, Give us a I, hint. I was I was like a well, was, I was just me, but I was pretend like being like an on, I was like an online comedian, just oh. telling everyone about how to do their be social online. media. Did you have a la- uh, a bit? A projector? I had a projector and I had my little slides, but also I got to like chat a bit and get involved. And Jack D told me to that, that I couldn't ha- eat one of his um, gingerbread biscuits, and that was fun. <gasps> and I got to just have a nice chat so I don't know if it will you know it might come out and it's like quite bad but it doesn't matter because I did it and like really tried hard and did the best job I could do and I didn't freak out and I thought a lot about the previous episodes that we'd done on things like overcoming things and being frightened about things and trying to turn the fear into adrenaline and being like no I'm just excited to do it and like remembering all the times I've done things before that no we're not as scary but we're scary at the time so if I could do that like if I could do your gig you know five years ago and not try and get out of it I was like no you're doing the same thing as when you try would, to get I, out of it, it, it would be best if I went home yeah. <laughs> that's the text I, I received saying to Jimmy Carr sorry James I think I've, I've got to go home yeah. so yeah I was very did Jimmy proud. Carr remember you did you tell him about that time we did I actually did say I was like I met you like 
so long 10 ago. years ago and he was like I don't and I didn't say the sketch group thing but he was like oh the hen and chickens yes oh yeah. wow he did really remember nice. and he was very nice and everyone was very nice with me and yeah just lovely and it was a real reminder of like because I'm just like I don't want to do panel shows and I got another panel show um, offer off the back of it so it was like oh I can do them like this and I've always been like I can't I can't I can't and I have been thinking that for and that's the only reason I haven't done them sure it's not anything to do with them um, clamouring at the gates yeah no they bloody will be now well this is fantastic yeah so thank you I forgot to but that's it somebody asked me to MC a gig the other day and I said like I don't MC I can't do it is what I said in my head but mm. I, out loud I said busy <laughs> but now I'm going to say I'm not busy. You could definitely. I think I can MC. do it. And if you've got to be like, okay, let's let's do these brave things. Okay, end of episode. Oh, yeah, I've done. <laughs> had, wow. How to think on the spot? Get yourself an eight out of ten cats. What more do you need? Yeah. I hope if you're listening and you're like, okay, uh, uh, somebody asked me to do something, I was about to say no to, but I'm going to do it. Please. If those two are doing it, I'm going in. Yeah. Whoo wee! Wow. Already? So what was the thing that, was that the made thing? you yeah. inspired you so, to send me that WhatsApp? Being like, I think I think I've got some things to say about thinking on the spot. It was. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got a nice text from your friend and mine, Max and Ivan. I do like Max and Ivan. Max and Ivan. Great guys. And I got a text saying, what are you doing tomorrow? Would you come on our podcast? And I was like, yeah, sure. And they were like, great. Come- Sound deals. Well. It's a good podcast. It, absolutely. At the time, it just said our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I Googled them and something came up from 2017. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not, I'm not confident it's this murder mystery podcast from 2017. But I didn't ask any questions. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, great. Come on at 11 a.m. on Zoom. And I was like, gorgeous. And they, and they said very clearly, no preparation needed. And I was like, great. So I thought either I'm reading in some of their characters or I'm doing something or they're chatting to me as a person or whatever. And admittedly, I had not done a scrap of research mm-hmm. into what it was I was expected to do. It's called Sound you know, Deal. And you've done it? I did it last year, yes. Fantastic. So it's called Sound Deals. It's very fun. Uh, Max seems to live in a warehouse, from mm-hmm. what I can grasp. It's sort of a QVC-style shopping channel. And uh, very jolly. But you come on as a uh, as yourself, but you have Dragon's Den-style um, invented a product. But you don't know what it is, and Max and Ivan don't know what it is, and their producer hands them just the name of the product mm-hmm. right before, and then that's the first time we're all hearing it, and then you have to make it up. And I was like, yeah, 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 fine, I can do that. And then we, we're chatting and we're learning all about this warehouse and the podcast and everything. And they said, of course, now you're here to talk about your product. And it is called, and then they opened the envelope and they said the name of the product. And I just, uh, like, borderline had an aneurysm. I just, like, white noised out yeah so blank head. that it's beyond blank yeah beyond yeah. i transcended beyond blank to the eternal realm like i was like i'm not i can't come back from here like i i was just like floating in time and space i which is how i think if you don't do improv which you do but like if you're listening and you know, obviously doing improv is not like the most relatable of things but like if you don't do it that's how you f- you would imagine it feels every time every time but it yeah. doesn't because when you're in practice you kind of let go and you can get but you haven't done it i guess for a while exactly it was that feeling of thinking i'm out of practice from improv and this was exactly the thing that i struggled with the hardest in improv the concept of improv yeah, <laughs> the, I was gonna the say, concept of everything about improv <laughs> no, I, well, yeah. it was this it was the feeling that it's all on you and you immediately have to come up with the solution yes. like right now and it's terrifying the product is is unrelated if you're listening and you're like, but what was it that caused you to span out so much? It could have been anything. The product is unrelated. It was called the Thank Tank. Mm. And I just, 
I mean, you can all have a moment now in which you all can practice just, just thinking of, to white noise now. As you all white noise out thinking you're on this comedy podcast and your job now is to come up with the... I mean, they didn't what say come up with something funny, but they, that is implied. Oh, it's heavily implied. It's, oh, it's, oh, yeah. it's not, not implied, and is also, it? And also, it's sort of exactly like if you're in a meeting or something and someone just goes, what do you think about that? And and you go, ah, ah. and the, the moment you say something, someone else will probably jump in exactly. and go, oh, great point, but you've got to say that first thing. You've got to say that first thing. You can't just thing. go, no, like you can't. And it felt like you had to sort of say exactly what it was immediately yes. and it was such a panicky feeling and and so unpleasant <laughs> that I really was like I think I'd like to talk about this a bit and also I was like I did eventually something deep in my subconscious did kick in that was like I think we've been here before and I think this is what we do which is that I uh I tell you who who came to me Ian McKellen very close Gantalf Alan Davies <laughs> <laughs> Alan Davies came to you okay uh, Gandalf flew past first, but yes. he was like busy. He, he like introduced Alan <laughs> yeah. Davies, like in those posh yeah. parties, and they couldn't go, Alan Davies! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went off to deal with the Balrog. He was like, Do you know Alan? Do you, do you know Alan? And Alan, uh, a memory from many years ago in which I had met Alan Davies very briefly, and uh, he was talking about being on QI, and somebody had said, Gosh, you're so quick on it. And he was like, If you actually watch me, I never answer the question. I just ask them another question. Yes. So if they say, you know, uh, how many anthills are there in the world? Instead of answering a hundred, I say, how many anthills? Great <laughs> like, literally example. like that. Yeah, okay. And just like make a joke out of the question. The question, how ridiculous that question is. How ridiculous is. the question is. Yeah. You know, uh, that's all I do. And after I've said that, someone else will say something else and someone else says something else. And eventually we come round to me again. And so that's what I did. I said, How many antils? I just shouted, How many antils at Max Nivan? <laughs> no, I said, Because um, Max had set up that he knew this product or has, and he really liked the product. So I said something like, Thank you so much. And of course, Max, you've been using this product now for some time. So I just backed it immediately away Great. to Max. Yeah. And so, but truly when I when Max asked me this question, I honestly wanted to just leave the Zoom. Yes. My, my genuine instinct was to shout, no! Yeah. <laughs> close Wi-Fi the issue! <laughs> Wi-Fi! And close, I wouldn't even have had the coherency to say Wi-Fi. No. I would just shouted, no, I don't want to do this, thank you, and, and close the Zoom. And so I was like, I think if I can be, if this podcast can be anyone's um, Alan Davis in yes. the spirit realm, next time it happens to any listeners, then I thought that might be of some. Because that is the thing that I remember when I was a journalist the scary thing was um, the pitch meetings and you had to go go around and you mm. had to like pitch your article and it started to get fine the longer you did it but for the first like two years it was like everything I said it was like so an article about like it was just so frightening or someone would go like someone would, would come up with their pitch and then someone would go oh well you do something um, along those lines Stevie didn't you and you'd be like yes and then wouldn't be able to add to yeah. it because you'd just be so frightened of saying something that just sounded stupid. So the idea of engaging with it, asking a question, because as well, the fact that you're sort of blanking out, you're blanking out for a reason. And it's because you don't feel you have the information in order to give the other person what they need. Mm. So it's almost like use the information that you're given to, to formulate the question rather than... Because I think it's just, it is the most frightening thing in the world, like having to think like, immediately. Immediately. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So I think there are probably two veins of this. One is you are in a team meeting. So there are mm. other people, other people who will be expected to contribute or to pitch in or to help. And one is that it's just you all alone. Spotlight. Spotlight. No one can help. My friend, if, if I may. Yes, please. Um, another scenario, which happened, I went for a drink with my friend last night and she um, uh, went to meet her new boyfriend's parents. Very like um, tight, fun family unit. Lots of in-jokes, lots of fun, lots of like... Um, just quick fire stuff and they've tried to bring her into the conversation in a very sweet way but um so she's a food writer and it was like um uh what's your favorite restaurant and and she knows every restaurant in the whole of london town and mm. writes about a million and was like um uh, there's too many to choose like, like okay no, no uh what's your favorite food then she's like i don't i've never no, had any, i've never had any food I don't toast like it was so um, hard going and I was just thinking that that is another scenario in which you're in like almost a social situation mm. that you feel slightly uncomfortable with in and then someone is kind enough to bring you in but the way in which they bring you in is terrifying and you just want to be like no I just want to be silent and watch you all yeah please give me a chance to get into the water as opposed to like be pushed yeah be pushed in and it is like people ask you that question like that and or, or anything it could be anything and you're just like I've never Someone's like, what's your favourite movie? And you're like, I've never I've never know. seen any movies. Yeah. I've never been out. I don't know anything. I always, I always say The Shawshank Redemption and I didn't really like it. So I think if it's like spotlight on you, no help, I suppose the first thing to do is to be like, gosh, how interesting, what's your favourite food? Yeah, straight or like, there's just them. too many. I just don't, yeah. And that's the have thing. You got, or just straight back to like, have you got a favourite restaurant? Yes. Or like, well, or, I think it is weird if you're spotlighting someone goes, well, what's your favourite restaurant? You go, what's yours? <laughs> do you that think? That is weird. Yeah. Is it? That will make it, it's not weird that everyone will be like, get out. But I think you can just go, for example, my friend could have said, um, oh my God, I have no idea because I'm like a food writer. I just, there's too many types of food. But I'm like, I'm so obsessed with it that I just don't even think about what, what my favourite one is. What's what's yours? So then you kind of, you talk through the process mm. in your in your head. Socially, that's more acceptable. The Rather than in a team meeting, if you then talk through all the process, you don't maybe appear professional or whatever. But if you're in a social setting, you can be like, for example, I always say the short time reaction because I panic, but it's not. I don't know. I think that talking it through is totally possible I think the instinct is to shout out loud 
I don't know. I've never seen anything. I've ever. Yes. But I think if you can be like, oh, no, here's what they were talking about. Here comes the feeling. Now I'm just going to breathe through it. I'm going to try and calmly and confidently be like, gosh, my favorite restaurant. Catch yourself if you're just talking a million miles an hour. Like yes. catch yourself if you're in any way screaming. Like it's very hard to think, isn't it? Like you'd be like, yeah, it is. Like you don't need to share that. And yes. it will. But I passed this thing over to Max. He said, yes, I did enjoy the product. Then he paused. No! <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh, Christ, Max. But I guess he didn't want in any way to like say what my thing was. Yes. So he hadn't, he bought me like a, a few seconds of breathing time, but not enough. Back it came to me. And, I, and in my head, I, or Alan Davis in my said, head said, kid, you just got to make a choice. Yeah. It doesn't have to be good, but you do have to Which stay. Which is not something Alan Davis said to her. No. Just so you're right. Sorry. Alan Davis is now at this point, gone rogue. He's, he's just, <laughs> at this point, yeah, he's, he's, this, he's my subconscious operating in the form of Alan Davis yeah. in my head who says, you just have to say something. Yes. And so I said, it's a, um, it's a tank and it thanks. <laughs> it's a Great. tank. It, it looks like a fish tank. It's wearable tech. You wear it on your back. Brilliant. And you don't, and it says thank you if you forget to say thank you. Great. And thank you so much. Thank you. And then, but 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 20 minutes later, if you listen, again, it, I could be cut from the podcast, but by the end of the 20 minutes, I'm truly hysterical laughing at myself at the idea of what I've come up with. Yeah. Because that's the thing, if you let, if you get over that panic and you let yourself have time to come up with something, your brain is so capable of it. Yes. And everybody's brain is, but you have to just like breathe through the white noise aspect. Well, also it, the problem is the gap between what you want to be yeah. and what the reality is. Mm. And I think that's where the problem is. So like you in your head want to create like the funniest product yeah, ever. ever. It's really clever and also has some twists to it mm. that you can like throw in That's later right, with I some did. callbacks that actually would function as a workable That's product. That's right, Stevie, all those things. Yeah. Yes. Um, and my friend wants to say like a restaurant or her favourite food that maybe they haven't even heard of mm. so that then she can like show that she really knows her stuff but also could be helpful for them when they're next on a family outing. Mm. And the, and that's it's that gap that needs to be eliminated when you are put in the spotlight where you just go, okay, I've been spotlighted and you have that, that's mm. like half, like a nanosecond. And then by the time you've got to like, the, you've, got, you've got about three seconds, which sounds like nothing, but actually will feel like 20 years. And you can always use that like, that's a good question. Um, let me just think about that for a minute. You just say that. That's so fine. And then I read that even by saying something like that, you switch your brain into like a slightly different mode. Mm. So it stopped um, hysterically spiralling about that. Yeah. It's like that thing of like, you should, if you've got to have, think of a good thought, do some ironing because you, your brain goes into like beta mode or whatever. Oh. Or like the waves are different. And, and just giving yourself that sentence allows your brain to kind of switch and like allows you to just sort of be honest mm. and say what you actually think. And if that is, I don't know then you can be like, I don't know what my favourite restaurant is. Isn't that mad? Because I'm, I'm like a food writer. But what, what what what's yours? And then you kind of, yeah, you, you've immediately taken control of the situation and you've shown yourself that you don't have to be, there's no best answer. Like That's, I think, the biggest thing, isn't it? There is no, there is no best answer. Yeah. There is only an answer. Yeah. And you being silent and screaming is, is not an is answer. Not an answer. Yeah. But like anything you say is is good. You, you know, I'm just thinking about like at school and uni and stuff, you know, the tutor would say, genuinely ask me a question about something and I would say something and it would just be bullshit because mm. I didn't know or I hadn't read the book or whatever. And then it is embarrassing. And then you're like, oh God. And that means that then the next time you 
you're even more frightened. So mm. you're even more liable to say something completely mad, even if you do know what the answer is. But it's about breaking that cycle. And I think don't hide from situations where you will be put on the spot if you think you're not good at it. Because the only way you'll get good at it is experiencing it more. So just because you said something mad in your last tutorial, don't not... Like, it's actually, that's the reason to then actually do it more mm. because it will help you. And I think so much that we do about this on this, on this podcast is about putting yourself in frightening situations that you believe you can't do and then showing yourself you can do them and then it's not frightening anymore and it's, that seems to be the case here as well. It's 100% that. As you were talking then, I was just um, returning to each and every time I'd ever said something stupid in a meeting yeah, and uh, just just exquisitely reliving uh, each and yeah. every one. But then I was also thinking to myself, well, Alan was coaching me. Of course. He was saying, <laughs> he was saying well, can you think of anything stupid that anyone else said? in those mm. meetings and I was like no of course not and I was like exactly well no one else is thinking about the weird thing you said and I do remember also the times when I was like brave enough when I was like that's a shit idea in my head and then I'd be brave enough to sort of say it but only after weeks of like other people saying something slightly similar to what I was thinking anyway and eventually I would say an idea and everyone would be like oh great idea and then I'd be like okay okay yeah. the ideas are good but also like the thing where we would get in the world if everybody everybody spoke at the same time you know, if everyone just like because how often have you know, you kept quiet about something or not suggested an idea or not thought of something that actually maybe it wasn't a perfect, but it helped somebody else unlock another idea. That's and now as a team, we we could do it. But that group activity can't happen if you're like, I must be, the only way through this is for me to be silent. Yeah, You're thinking this is best for me because I'm stupid and shit and I'll be quiet. But actually everyone else there is like, I would love if, people even brought bad ideas that's sort of like there are no bad ideas like not if they help us you know they get somewhere will, even if they help to like scratch something off like I went into I did a writer's room um for the first time ever a couple of weeks ago and it was all with people that I think are very very funny and do writer's rooms a lot and I, I didn't tell them that I'd never been in one because obviously that would be unhelpful but it was very interesting seeing how like how the ideas tossed around and how important it was that even if someone said an idea that was genuinely shit, mm. everyone would go like, oh yeah, that's such a good, yeah, they like find something in it and go, yeah, that, oh, like maybe we could make it like this. And they're like, oh my God, yeah, like this. And it's yeah. lovely. And I know that a lot of writers' rooms are not that nice. And I think they're the same as any meeting at work where there's the odd person and they tend to kind of be actually quite prevalent in workplaces who, when they speak, they, they either have or they think they have so it sounds like they have a finished thought mm, on, on mm. the matter and so then they are, appear immediately more authoritative and I would always look at those people and be like God, I wish I could be like them I wish I could be like well the thing that we have to do is this mm. and actually the people who are helping build the eventual solution that is you know arrived at at this meeting they're the people that are actually facilitating better than the people that just go this or nothing yeah. and sound really like walk in and go like buy and sell and then leave yeah. they're not helpful I feel like we've grown up thinking that those people you know like in, in tutorials that just whack lyrical for ages and you're like oh god well they're amazing great for them but that's not helpful for mm. really anything else and it sounds like they're just like putting on this weird front out of an insecure exactly. position it's like what I've heard in the business magazines is you just shout your opinion yes. and then you say it and you like, have the confidence yeah. to not know that your idea is the best idea is the bravest and also probably most uh, useful thing you know any workplace yeah. in any social situation because it immediately a makes people go like oh th this person's a human and like and they're, th they're giving it a go mm. and b helps other people like you say create even better ideas than if you'd have just come in and just kicked the door down and said announced yeah. your thing you know i see now that like 
me being like, I have to say this perfect, hilarious thing for Max and Ivan. Like, I don't have to do any of those things. I just have to say anything. The yes. only thing that isn't going to work here is me being like, I don't, I don't know. You know. Yeah, that's the one. Whereas thing. even if I'm like, it's a, a tank top, and it says thanks on it. It's like, yeah, that's great. Still, that's great. It's a product. That's a product. We're and off. Everyone can talk about now. We've it. got something, and yeah. we and we can move forward. You only have to put the very first little bit onto the table you know and now we're off and even if like you're saying in this writers meeting or the engineering meeting or the marketing meeting or the shareholders meeting wherever you are even if you do say an idea that is uh, shot down or is you know hopefully nicely but in whatever way at least the group have now understood that like this is an area we're not you know yeah. if you're like I thought this sketch and uh, I'd have my butthole out and everyone's oh, like what, cool, yeah, cool thoughts uh, cool thoughts pop your butthole away tell you what uh, for this channel, no buttholes, and everyone's like, "Oh, good to know. Good to okay, know. That's and where we are. That's where we're at at oh. the shareholder meeting. At the shareholder meeting, no buttholes. So <laughs> yeah. it's good to like at least the whole group now. You know, firstly, we know that Stevie's contributed. She's been part of it. She's said stuff, um, and no one comes away being like, "Remember when she said buttholes?" We're like, "Oh, great. Just she was a contributing active member of the of the team." Yes. And, yeah, and, and I, I think the improv thing is such a good metaphor for like. I've got a friend who taught improv for a long time, and she was always like comedians are the worst at improv when they come in mm. because they're just trying to make a fully formed joke all the time and say the funniest thing all the time and actually 90% of the time you're just meant to say anything if it's like a shop scene you don't have to come in and be like make a funny joke about what the shop's called buy a funny product and then do a catchphrase you actually are supposed to just be like oh how much is this like I'd like to buy I'd like to buy this please is the best thing you can say because even one better than I'd like to buy this is I'd like to buy an egg. An egg. See, and now look, all of us relax because if you just say, "I want to buy this," I'm like, I have to say what this is. Understood. But yeah. If okay. you come in and you're confident and brave enough to say it's an egg, fantastic. Yeah, it's we not make a eggs. joke, but now we sell eggs. You know where, where we know where we are. are you yeah. know. Whereas actually, the stat all the and they were always boys. The stand-ups who come in and they're like, "Ding, ding, ding, ding!" A lot ding, of cats. Dong, for, dong. dong, 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 dong. <laughs> I've got a big dong. And there's a lot of cats for sale today. Like, and everyone's yeah. like, "What?" Yeah. You know. Whereas it's you're just exhausting. saying, "How much is this egg?" Yeah. Great. Or me just not saying any nouns. What's that? Is this here? Who's yeah. This? Everyone's everyone's freaking out. Um, <laughs> no help. You were still that was yes, still good, still but, it just, something. but just an egg. Oh, mama! Now we got something to go. And that that and, yeah. is the takeaway. If you put on the spot, just say an egg. A an egg. Please just say an egg. Just yeah. say any noun, and that's something. Br calmly, because if you went, how much is this egg? You know. Yeah. It's a great. It's the suggestion is the suggestion. It's great. Just do it with some calmness and some confidence. You won't. You won't feel nice. Mm. Breathe calm, confident. Remember. Oh yes, this thing feels much longer in my head than it actually is. It's yeah. going to pass. I won't live here in the eternal realm forever. And have confidence in not knowing the answer. If you don't feel like you have anything that you can contribute, as long as you present it in a way that isn't just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just like I was really tired and like I thought about like you, you can be like. Um, Actually, a lot, a lot of the points that I've sort of thought about have already been brought up. So I'm sort of just just listening at the moment. Or like, great, wow, a businesswoman is in the room. And if you said it is the favorite restaurant thing, be like, oh my goodness, uh, give me a minute, and then I will absolutely have one. Yeah, um, I just got so many to think through, and then you know, name again, any noun, anything, Oaxaca, Oaxaca, and be like, okay, now we're talking about Oaxaca, and now that we're breathing. And our brains aren't freaking out. Now, in a minute, you'll be like, oh, my God, once I went to Dishoom and I had an egg and it was <laughs> delicious. It was delicious. Yeah. And so and uh, final point, And this one is from yes. Gandalf, of course, is uh, how long is he off? You know, within the plot, he's gone, I don't know, weeks. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. within, but to Gandalf. It's hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. 
Right? So he what's, has been gone ages that, for what's, him. What's relevant? The relevance is it, you'll feel long in your head. The silence. The you'll silence feel will feel so long. You think you've been gone hundreds of years, like yes. Gandalf. You haven't. Barely a week. And now you're a good guy. But yeah. you had to go away for a moment. But so that that thing, don't think that that time is massive. It isn't as big mm. as it feels. It And because and that is part of the panic. It's like everyone's looking at me and I've been silent for hours. You yes. haven't. And and just, and, and you know, just getting that like, just give me a minute and, or whatever. Yeah, interesting you know. question. Interesting okay. question. Let, Thank you so much. Let me just think about that. Everyone's like, fine, I will listen to that woman. I will watch that woman nod while she says, let me just think about that for up to four minutes. I think I would, is how long that, before I would, I would say if you need any Imagine help. that was like a genuine tip. Just nod for four, four minutes. Four minutes. And then respond. But that, but if you just said nothing, mm. it would be seconds before I. But if you're nodding, that but if you're nodding, bought, bought yourself time. You bought yourself. Silence is a friend for which you can use to help you think. What's the episode about next week? Oh, no, I don't know. I've forgotten the joke. I was right just putting you on the spot. Oh, look, see, look, and I did it. Oh, I did it. You did a great job. Great and job. you didn't panic at all. I didn't. I, no. I panicked inside, but if it didn't look like But that's the thing. The I could, but outside, you just were like, I don't know. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Who knows? Um, thank you so much, Tessa, for bringing that episode to Thank you us. for letting me share it. It was really helpful. And, and on, please do listen to Max Devan's podcast, Sound Deals. It's actually very fun um, and uh, a good old listen. And uh, we're at Nobody Panic Pod. Keep those. DMs or emails for episode suggestions coming. Otherwise, it will just be it's gonna dry things up. I've thought. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> things I've thought. I Honestly, th- they've been some of our best episodes. So, um, God bless you. Uh, God bless you. And God bless you all at home. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.